Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to talk about the astrological energies from April 27th until May 4th. And all I can say is, wow, we have a lot of energy over this next week and we are really moving forward. Things are being amped up, changes are underway, and you could feel this acceleration really pick up as we move into May. We have Pluto stationing retrograde on April 29th at 28 degrees, 35 minutes, followed by the first eclipse of 2022, which is the Taurus solar eclipse that has a lot of beautiful, very special energy that we're going to talk about even more in today's show. Plus, we have Mercury now in his retrograde shadow. We will also see Venus enter Aries on May 2nd, and we also have Mercury entering Gemini, which occurs on April 29th. So a lot is shifting gears here. A lot is moving ahead, and there's a lot that we're opening up to, especially after we've been through the very intense Pisces portal energies that have been speaking to us intuitively, emotionally, and energetically for at least a month now. And there could now be deeper understandings and connections around what this Pisces energy has been revealing to you, especially during this particular eclipse season. So as we get started here, I'm going to discuss Mercury and Venus first. Then I have some more insights I want to offer you that are really important about this particular Taurus solar eclipse because of the longevity of it, meaning some eclipses, they come in, they come through, and they last energetically for a good six months until the next set of eclipses. But other eclipses are more powerful, and they have ongoing energy streams that unfold for a longer period of time. And that's the case with this Taurus solar eclipse. So we'll definitely be covering that in today's show. But first, let's start with this Mercury energy, because on April 28th, Mercury in Taurus is making the first trine to Pluto in Capricorn at 28 degrees. And this is important because Mercury goes into Gemini April 29th and will station retrograde at four degrees of Gemini on May 10th, and then travel back to 26 degrees of Taurus until June 3rd. So right now, Mercury is in his shadow. But in this particular phase, Mercury and Taurus making the trine to Pluto in Capricorn is when both of them are direct. So Mercury is direct, Pluto is direct right now, and this trine happens hours before Pluto stations retrograde. So there's important information happening April 27th, 28th, 29th that we're meant to really grasp. This is in the earth signs. This is something physical and tangible. This is something that can come to fruition. And with the trine between both planets being direct, there can be some clear messages here. Now, as Mercury progresses and stations retrograde, he will come back and make two more trines to Pluto in Capricorn, but then Pluto will be retrograde and Mercury will be retrograde once and then direct again. So 
This could be a lot of specifics. Maybe it's too much, but here's the general gist. Mercury is really understanding something that's connecting at a deeper level that is meant to be clear, simple, harmonious, and essentially give you a sense of empowerment with that trine from Pluto. So there could be, for example, creative ideas you're receiving right now or new directions that you want to go, things that are coming into your mind that you're like, yes, I could do that. I can make that happen. This can be a reality. And that's the strengths of the earth signs. But there's going to be a review process as this Mercury will be retrograde. But there's something here that's going to stick. It's going to fully land and connect. It just might happen later in May and in June as more of the details and particulars are going to get figured out during Mercury retrograde. So essentially, pay attention to where your mind is going right now, what you're focused on, what feels powerful, what has a life force to it, what is something that you really want or desire. That's the Pluto energy, the Pluto trining Mercury energy, and it's going to be further worked out and specified during Mercury retrograde, but then it comes back around. So essentially, this is a period of time to be aware of what is energizing you mentally, where you're having clarity in your thoughts, again, where things are connecting or coming together, where a bigger picture might be taking shape, even if you don't know all the specifics yet. So there's an empowerment energy here that the Mercury energy is feeling before the retrograde phase begins. Then Mercury enters Gemini on April 29th, and this is the astrological sign that Mercury is most at home in, because this is the energy where Mercury can really come alive and be in his natural state, which is being able to move, get things done, a lot of ideas, a lot of stimuli. Mercury and Gemini can activate what you want to say, what you need to express, anything you need to write out. This is where you could feel that you're truly ready to get something going or moving because Mercury and Gemini wants that movement, wants things to be happening, and is giving us more support in our mental processes, what we're ready to embark upon that maybe you've been sitting with or waiting on. The energy speeds up when Mercury enters Gemini. Life gets busier. Your daily life gets busier. All of a sudden, all these emails, all these text messages, everyone's talking, talking, talking. There can be a lot more happening. It's easy to feel scattered. It's easy to forget, what was I going to do next? Because there's so much now happening when Mercury is in Gemini. So it's a good time to look at your own mental energy. Look at where you need to write things down so you don't forget them. Look at what is going on. Make sure you have some type of organization system because Mercury in Gemini does want to organize the information so that nothing is forgotten and no details are lost. And you can certainly feel a buzziness, that there's been this increase in chatter and things happening. You could feel like all of a sudden your calendar is getting really full. It also could feel like you're ready to put some things on the calendar, whether you're planning your summer vacations or trips or things you need to do in your world, in your life. This is where, again, life picks up the pace. Now, because Mercury is going to be retrograde in Gemini, though, 
Understand that plans will change. The details will shift. Something that you're putting on the calendar now, well, maybe in two weeks someone cancels or it has to be changed. So we're going to really need to use the mutable energy of flexibility to stay flexible, to stay open, to be adaptable to those changes that happen, especially when Mercury will be retrograde in Gemini. And again, that begins May 10th. Also on April 29th, we have Pluto stationing retrograde in Capricorn. And I just did a separate podcast episode for you on this topic. I did that episode on Monday, April 25th, where we go into more of what can come up during the annual Pluto retrograde, which lasts for usually about six months every year, which is the typical scenario for the outer planets. Most of the outer planets are retrograde for at least half the year, every calendar year. The other change we have over this next week will be Venus entering Aries, and that happens on May 2nd. Now, Venus has been quite prominent and important in the astrological energies because she is the ruler of Taurus, and we currently have the sun in Taurus, and she's the ruler of the Taurus solar eclipse happening on April 30th, and she's also been in these very powerful connections to multiple outer planets where she was connected conjunct Neptune in Pisces, then conjunct Jupiter in Pisces and making a sextile to Pluto in Capricorn. So now when Venus moves forward into Aries on May 2nd, this is a new beginning. Something is fresh, something is ready to go, and it's meant to connect to more of who you are right now. What you've learned in the past Venus cycle that really showed you more of what is true for you, what's real for you. Venus in Aries is an initiator. She's a leader. She's ready to be courageous in what she wants and to step forward to do something that is right for her. Now, Venus is not typically strong in Aries. And this is because she is in the opposite point or the opposite sign that she is most comfortable in. So for example, Venus rules Taurus and Libra. And when she's in astrological signs that are the opposite of those signs, she's in what we call her detriment. This means she essentially isn't at her best. She has different intentions and themes that go along with that astrological sign. So Venus is in detriment in Aries, the opposite of Libra. She's also in detriment in Scorpio, the opposite of Taurus. But what that essentially means is that there's new ways to understand what you love, what you value, what you need, and new things to work on. Because that Venus in Aries, she likes to be independent. She doesn't always want to share. She doesn't always need to cooperate. She can be very good on her own. And so she's learning how to strengthen that in herself. But there could also be things she needs to be aware of so that she doesn't cut people off unnecessarily or she doesn't think she has to do it all on her own, that there can be healthy relationships that support her, that work with her. But she has to manage that and monitor that consciously. Because again, that Venus in Aries, sometimes she can be too much about herself. She can have too much impatience. And she can also unconsciously think that she either has to do it all on her own or that 
others are competing with her, that she has competition or that people are fighting her. And those are some of the lower octaves of Aries energy. So with Venus in Aries, we're learning that it is wonderful to embark on something that is best for you, to support your energy, to look at what you need, what you want, and how you're able to do things on your own but to stay mindful of how this Venus doesn't always have to do it on her own. And she might be learning at times how to work with others and how to ask for support. Now, Venus will travel through Aries from May 2nd until May 28th. She travels ahead of Mars And on May 24th, Mars will enter Aries. So as we move into May, the Aries energy picks up because not only do we have Venus and Mars moving into Aries for new starts and fresh beginnings, but then we have Jupiter entering Aries on May 10th. I'll be doing a separate podcast episode for you on this topic next Monday. May 2nd, and we'll look at the significance of Jupiter entering Aries at a deeper level and go into some of the themes that you can be aware of in yourself and in your life. Because we've had so much Pisces energy unfolding for so many weeks, it could be very refreshing to now have planets moving into the fire signs. And I think about how, especially at the end of the zodiac, the end of Pisces energy, it's a bit like feeling a little soggy, right? Like you've been in the water for too long, your fingers are all wrinkled, you're ready to dry off. And so after the water signs are the fire signs, which warm us up, which give us fresh inspiration and motivation, which just connect us to the power of the sun's heat. Think about being in the ocean for an extended period of time and you're just ready to stop swimming. You're ready to get warmed up, fired up, and have something new and fresh coming through. And that is one of the big energies as we move into May. And also keep in mind that when the planets enter Aries, they're beginning a full new cycle. This is a whole new adventure, a whole new energy cycle moving up the spiral. And that's where you could really feel that you're ready to go, especially if you've been trusting these strong Pisces energies where you've been able to recharge, reflect, understand more of what you've been healing, learning, and moving through. Because that Pisces energy, especially towards the very last degrees of the zodiac, is a clearing, and that can feel like a void. It can feel like you're sitting in a void, waiting for the new energy to come in, and then it starts to arrive as the planets start to move into Aries. So now I want to go into this energy of the Taurus solar eclipse. It is happening at 10 degrees of Taurus on April 30th. This is where the sun and the moon are conjunct at this point in your chart. And this is also where we are energetically planting new intentions. We're understanding more of what we love, what we want, what we value. Taurus is the energy of how we stabilize our lives, what we need to live a good life, what it means to us, what our personal values are, and how we are enhancing those energies in ourselves and in our lives. Now, I have some videos for you on YouTube 
where I go through the chart of the Taurus solar eclipse. And I've also done a podcast for you going deeper into the energies as well. So I'm not gonna repeat myself with those other offerings. Instead, I wanna give you more insights into the significance of this energy, as well as how it's going to unfold into 2025. So as I mentioned at the start of the show, some eclipses only last for six months, meaning they have a very powerful entry, they come in strong, they activate something, and then the energy unfolds over six months until the next eclipse cycle. This eclipse is different. This eclipse is quite powerful. So let me explain why. So not only do we have the sun and the moon in Taurus at 10 degrees, it's going to be further activated by three additional transiting energies. Specifically, we're going to have the North Node in Taurus get to 10 degrees of Taurus in December of this year, December 2022 and January 2023. So during this eclipse, the North Node is actually at 22 degrees of Taurus. By the time the North Node reaches 10 degrees of Taurus, it will further activate this Taurus solar eclipse and bring in new ways to move you forward. So this is important because the energy begins and is very powerful on April 30th, but the North Node in Taurus will reach the same degree point, the end of 2022, the beginning of 2023, and bring in more energy to take something forward. What you're ready to develop and grow, how you're ready to take something to the next level. So when that transiting north node, which always moves retrograde, is conjunct this same 10 degree point of Taurus, it activates this eclipse. So that is the first transiting energy that comes through that further amplifies the intentions and areas of growth that you're connecting to over this next week. Then we have a second transiting planet that's going to come through and also activate this energy, and that will be transiting Jupiter in Taurus. Transiting Jupiter in Taurus will get to 10 degrees of Taurus in July 2023, November 2023, and then again in February 2024. So here comes Jupiter in Taurus that will travel over the same eclipse degree point three times into early 2024, continuing to expand, amplify, and benefit what you're intending during this Taurus solar eclipse. So this is rare. This is a rare cycle because it's not common for Jupiter to be right behind the eclipses in this way and opening up more of what the Taurus energy wants you to stabilize, affirm, and manifest in your life. So that's a big deal where here we have Jupiter that wants to make something flourish. It wants it to be supportive, wants to help you feel good about this particular area of your life and of your energy. So that's the second transiting energy that further expands this Taurus eclipse cycle. But wait, we're not done. There's still one more transiting energy that's gonna come through and support you in what your connecting with at a much deeper level of your being. 
And that will be the energy of transiting Neptune in Pisces. So in this particular solar eclipse chart, it's occurring at 10 degrees of Taurus. I know I've said that a million times. You've got that down. But there's also a very strong energy point at 27 degrees of Pisces, which is where we have Venus and Jupiter conjunct at exactly 27 degrees of Pisces during this eclipse. And this is important because Venus is the ruler of Taurus. She's the eclipse ruler and she's conjunct Jupiter who also wants her to grow and expand and understand the bigger cycles that she's moving through, what she's healing, what she's forgiving. There's also ancient energies tied in here that I'm going to talk about in just a minute. But essentially, that 27 degrees of Pisces is significant because it's where we're having the conjunction between Venus and Jupiter which by the way, is a big deal all on its own. When Venus and Jupiter meet up, that's typically a wonderful energy. These are the energies of joy and happiness and love and expansion and all the good things in life that we want to call in and manifest and experience. And so when they are together, that can lift our energies. We can have more faith, more trust, understand a bigger cycle and what's going on. So this 27 degrees of Pisces is important. Important to note too that we have Neptune at 24 degrees of Pisces during this eclipse. So Neptune is still working with Venus and Jupiter, but the third cycle that amplifies this particular eclipse energy is when that Neptune in Pisces gets to 27 degrees. And that will begin March 2024. So yes, two years out, but it's important to note this for the astrological cycles that we're looking at. And then Neptune and Pisces will actually hang out at 27 degrees of Pisces from October 2024 into early 2025. And this is another rare cycle where you have an outer planet coming through and hitting these important degree points and further working with the energy signature. So we have, as I've described here, three important cycles unfolding after this Taurus solar eclipse that last into 2025. So that makes this energy even bigger, even more important and more significant. And I know that we've talked a lot about how the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction is very rare and it's a once in a lifetime energy, but I feel like this eclipse is even more special. I feel like this eclipse holds even more energies that we're still figuring out and that we're still trying to grasp because that's a very Pisces theme where things are mystical and ethereal and you're not sure of all the details or all the specifics. So I want to go into more of this Pisces energy that is very strong in this Taurus solar eclipse because I think there's important connections that are coming through and being made at this time. And I just started getting some downloads about this within the past 24 hours that started to open up this whole new world. So I'm going to share it with you and offer it to you as a way to understand what this eclipse may be activating in your own soul's growth and your own soul's history and other lifetimes. So we have three planets in Pisces, Neptune, Venus, Jupiter. And that Venus 
is the energy that's being highlighted and favorably supported. She's also receiving a sextile from Pluto in Capricorn, which is also sextiling Jupiter. And what I feel so strongly is that Pisces is not about time and space. Pisces is the energy of all things, all timelines, all lifetimes. Pisces is where we step outside the time-space continuum. And again, we don't know the details. You can't quite place it on a calendar maybe, but there's an opening here into all of your lifetimes, all of the energies you've experienced across multiple lifetimes and experiences in your soul's growth. And then here comes Venus, which is the energy of love, peace, beauty, harmony, what you want, what you need, what feels good, how you love and accept yourself, what you're understanding about your soul's experiences across multiple lifetimes of love, of these Venus themes. So I'm going to use the example of love, but you could certainly relate it to anything that Venus rules, including finances and money, your creativity, what you're here to enjoy in life. Venus can relate to women, friendships, sisters. So choose any theme or pick anything that calls to you, but I'm going to use the example of love to describe this energy. Because what I've been feeling so strongly is that this Taurus solar eclipse is an activation of love themes that you've had across multiple timelines that connect you to ancient experiences that were ultimately really good for you because there's a lot of positive energy here in this chart. And so there's things that are coming up that are reminding you of what your heart needs, what your heart wants, what feels loving to you, where you feel seen, where you feel understood, what that is activating within you. And I am feeling it as these ancient stories where there could be people in your life who in other lifetimes, they were your partner, they were your beloved. They were your equal. And this is an eclipse that's activating those energies, but it's happening outside of what we would consider a timeline. And I feel the energy cord or the energy string goes to these storylines where maybe you felt like there was someone you were meant to reconnect with, but you didn't know how, you didn't know when, maybe you didn't even know who. And this eclipse is activating these ancient love stories that had a lot of beauty to them, very romantic, very much about expanding the heart. Again, think of how this Venus is conjunct both Neptune and Jupiter. And Venus is the personal planet that lands within our personal energy field. And I feel like she is opening up these energies, calling them forth into this current reality. And that current reality is Taurus because Taurus is our physical world, the here and now, what we see, what we can touch, what we can hear. Taurus is about this physical reality, but Venus is connecting to all these other timelines. And you could feel like there's things that open up in this cycle. Remember, this cycle begins April 30th, 2022, and lasts until 2025. So you've got a good three years here of energies opening you up to anything that your heart needs that you have a connection to from other lifetimes. And again, I'm feeling this as pledges, promises, vows, 
energies of reconnection that are still alive in the soul's memory and in the soul's experiences. And it's almost like you could be watching something, let's say a movie, a TV show, overhearing a conversation, and someone says a phrase that reminds you of something within your own soul's history, your own soul's experience that's tied to this beautiful, vibrant love frequency. And this is very positive, by the way, because look at how Venus is connecting to the two rulers of Pisces. This is uplifting. This is like true love. This is romance. These are the beautiful things of fairy tales, which is what Pisces rules. And there could be something that is opening up within you that's a remembrance of those ancient connections or storylines that maybe were unfinished, that maybe you promised or pledged to another, we'll meet again, I will find you, this is not over, we will reconnect, our souls will find each other. It has all of that built into it. And it's a remembrance of how you have had beautiful experiences of love on this planet, which we can easily forget. And considering all the intense energies we've been through over the past decade or so, we can have a huge disconnect from this part of our heart, this part of our energy, uh, this part of our needs, where we need to feel that in some level of our being, or we want to feel that. This is an eclipse that can potentially open you up to those energies, to those individuals or those people who have been very good for you in your lifetimes on this planet, who have been very loving, kind, supportive, who have basically shown you more of what love is. And it feels like this energy has been deeply buried deeply buried within us and forgotten. And it's something that maybe, again, you've lost track of or you haven't willingly connected to. It would be easy to have some type of bitterness around love or to think negatively or that it's never going to happen. And of course, take this as it resonates with you, because if it isn't love, maybe there's something around money, abundance, what you're here to create, how your gifts were shut down, how your desire to make the world a better place or how you wanted to offer something beautiful to the world was not allowed. So trust whatever the theme is for you. But this Venus is so beautifully supported and amplified that she's calling in energies from other timelines. And again, I feel like this ancient energy around it to the point where I can't really name the century. I don't know if I'm looking at the 8th century, the 10th century, the 15th century. Maybe it's all of them. Maybe it's all of these timelines collapsing together and we're meant to take forward the best parts of it, the most fulfilling parts of it, what is true for us and what is real or at least what you want to make real in this lifetime. Now, because this is a solar eclipse, it's a new moon, and that means we are beautifully supported in setting these intentions, in understanding the exact type of energy you want in your life, what you want to experience, and how you can call it forward from other lifetimes, how you can believe in what's possible Even if you haven't experienced it yet in this lifetime, there's something that your energy knows. There's something that the deep well of wisdom that you carry is connected to. And this is an eclipse that can open that up if that's what you believe. 
if that's what you want, if that's what's speaking to you. And again, it can unfold over the next three years. So let's say you were to have some very clear intentions that you're energetically planting with the Taurus solar eclipse. There's then things in play that can support the energy to develop and grow over the next three years. And it could even surprise you. It could surprise you in maybe what shows up next or what develops within you next. Maybe you even feel the energy shifting in your heart. Uh, There could be something rising, like a confidence rising around your creative gifts of, I'm going to do this. I know I can do this. I know it's something I'm good at. It has value. People will enjoy it. It will be a beautiful offering to my community or to humanity. I mean, this is where we're really meant to pull in and activate what gives us joy and pleasure, what feels good and loving, and to know that that is a part of our soul's experiences. So you can really have some beautiful manifestations if you're wanting to call forth those energetic imprints those memories, those stories, anything that's speaking to you, you could already be receiving those hints or information coming through. If you're drawn to a particular storyline or a particular theme in your life, if there's a certain movie you're watching and it opens up something in you that you can't quite put your finger on. There could be things that are calling to you from other cultures, other countries, and you're like, why am I drawn to this? Why am I so drawn to ancient Rome or this particular century in India? I mean, there's so much that can open up to you, but that I feel is part of the gifts of this particular eclipse that we're meant to call in and call forth those love energies that are correct for us, that feel good to us, and that have existed with us across multiple lifetimes. So this is why I'm feeling that it's ancient, that it has like these very deep storylines. Maybe they're very romantic storylines. I'm even seeing how these energies were protected. There was something around them that energetically protected them from outside forces or intrusions at some point in the soul's journey. And maybe that was even a special lifetime for you when you were with your beloved or there was something really beautiful happening in your world and in your life, even though there was a lot of chaos or other energies swirling around in the world at large, there was something special you shared, there was something beautiful you were co-creating. Maybe it had something to do also with anything around your creative gifts. Um, I'm now getting the energy of the Renaissance, where the arts flourished again. And maybe if you were a successful painter or artist during that time, you were celebrated, you were loved. It's that type of energy. It's meant to raise us up. It's meant to remind us of the good things on this planet, of what you have experienced that were good for your heart and good for your energy. And we need that more than ever. So the other download that I received is that the universe is bringing people together and wants people to connect at this time, especially those of you who have been through a lot. 
since 2010 specifically, where you've undergone a lot of deep healing, shadow work, a lot of energy has been required of you that has been quite emotional and intense, a lot of unraveling as well. I feel like this is the universe showing us that it's all worth it, it all matters, it all pays off. And with these ongoing transits to this eclipse point, The Taurus energy brings in the manifestations and rewards and the Neptune energy brings in the connections to what is outside of this reality, to what is happening in the ethers and maybe bringing it into your attention now so that you can more fully connect with it energetically and intuitively. So basically, this eclipse is opening up a lot in the heart chakra, opening up a lot around what you believe and what you want, around love, relationships, creativity, abundance, manifestation, all those beautiful things. Of course, this will all relate to your belief system. If you don't believe this, if you don't want this, if this isn't something that you're into or subscribing to, then your energy will shut it down. And it won't come through because there isn't that welcoming energy. There isn't that place where things can connect. So this is certainly based on your own personal will and your own personal sovereignty of what you do want to call into your life that is real and tangible. But we essentially have access to other storylines and other reminders of love that maybe you felt very disconnected from. And the universe wants us to feel that right now. And the message I'm getting is that this is how we continue to rise up the energy on this planet. This is where we continue to balance the energies that are unfolding. This is where people have a sense of faith and hope and trust. This is where we also continue to amplify the divine feminine energies that are needed on the planet, especially within each of us, and then how we co-create from that space together. It's a beautiful time to write out your intentions, to be clear on what you want. Maybe you do a vision board. Maybe you do a letter to the universe. Maybe you do a letter to your soul, from your soul, whatever works for you. But things are very heightened right now. And there is no other eclipse this year that has the same energy signature. So certainly be mindful of that in your life and in yourself of what do you want to experience, especially as these energies unfold over the next three years. And the universe is essentially asking us to bring in higher levels of light, higher levels of love, higher levels of self-value and self-acceptance that remind you that you have a purpose here, You're needed for being here. You're loved for being here. There's also good things that can transpire when we go into that part of our soul's history, our soul's wisdom, and our soul's energy field that we're being supported and tapping into right now. And I know that so many of you have been through very big relationship themes which I can certainly relate to as well. And this is essentially a new doorway opening up that asks you to return to love, return to something that might even seem unreal 
It could have that fairy tale energy signature to it. Again, that's very Pisces, but it's lifting us up to remind us that we can absolutely create anything we want when we're fully owning our power. We're connected to the wisdom and beauty of the universe, God, source, spirit, and that nothing is impossible through the eyes of spirit. Anything is possible, in fact, but are you opening up to that? Do you have place in your heart, in your energy, and in your mind to fully embrace and accept what your soul is gifting you with during this cycle? Now, keep in mind, the energy is the most potent when the solar eclipse is exact. And if you're busy, if you're like, oh no, I have plans, I'm not going to have time to write out my intentions. Well, you can certainly do it in advance, you can do it later. I mean, there's something here again that's outside of the time-space continuum, but understand that this is a very big cycle that we can intentionally work with. And it just might surprise you what shows up, what comes through, how familiar it feels, how easy it is, how simple and straightforward it can be. These are also Taurus keywords and that the universe wants you to feel loved and knows that we need that more than ever on the planet right now. So these connections of energies opening up, whether it's relationships coming together or current relationships being re-energized, they're showing me that that's what the planet needs right now, that it's bigger than us, like it's bigger than just two people, or it's bigger than just your relationship to your creativity or what you want to manifest. It's bigger in how the energy is being solidified onto the planet, which is what is needed right now. So what a week we have, a lot of energy coming through. Take very good care of yourself. When we have big energies, our bodies are feeling it. You could feel more tired. You could feel very hungry or very thirsty. You could feel like your body needs more just to manage every day. So listen to your body consciousness and what is showing up for you. Trust what you're needing right now and also allow things to go slow. Allow things to simply be so that you're not forcing it. Now, I realize I didn't touch much on Mars and Pisces and Mars will also be activating this eclipse. And I meant to say that earlier, so I'm going to throw that in here before I sign off. Mars will be activating this 10 degrees of Taurus point on July 20th and 21st. So that's another cycle here that supports this energy carrying out. But the bigger cycles, the more influential cycles are those of the outer planets and of that transiting north node. So I hope this gives you a good lay of the land and understand this big cycle. I also hope it helps you trust, have faith, have hope in anything that maybe you gave up on which can be part of the Pisces energy, where if you've been really disappointed, let down, felt powerless, uh, felt any kind of victim energy, this can help clear it out and clear it away because this is an energy that it is supporting us at a very beautiful soul level and it's ours to harness and work with going forward. So welcome to May as we move into a dynamic month. And for those of you who are interested, yes, you can now get the May Soul Growth Astrology Program. Use coupon code TAURUS to get it for only 11 bucks. 
We go through all the transits of the month, including the upcoming Scorpio lunar eclipse and the Gemini new moon. So I'll have a link below this show for you to check that out. And also for those of you who have birthdays coming up and you want to look at your solar return chart, please check out my course on how to read your solar return. You're going to see so many things that support you in the year ahead. You're going to see what themes are unfolding, what you can make the most of, uh, what's coming up in the year ahead that you're going to want to know about. And it also is designed to help you expand your astrological knowledge so that you're better at reading your chart. So if you can read a natal chart, you can read your solar return chart. And I do have it still for 50% off when you use coupon code birthday. So I'll put a link below this show for that course as well. I'm wishing you a beautiful weekend as we move into this eclipse energy. I hope that you're feeling new possibilities and manifestations emerging. Some things are right on time. You haven't missed anything. There's been nothing that could have happened before now. So if you can give yourself that peace of mind, that can also be a wonderful message to remind yourself of. As always, you can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online and I'll be back here every Monday and Wednesday for a new podcast episode. Please check out my YouTube channel as I release a new video for you there every Friday covering a variety of astrology topics. Thank you so much for joining me today. Have a beautiful week ahead and I'll see you back here soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.